You're listening to the Market Expert Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty. That? On your no home for success, 105.7. and repairs. Well, we call them the TRR, which is treatments, repairs, treatment, treatments, replacements, and repairs, whatever order it's in. It's the TRR, just our vernacular. But it's a renegotiation of the sale price. I mean, it's like the second sale. Heather Vest with EXP Realty and Tulsa VIP Homes. Heather, explain this process from your perspective. So after they have inspections, there's usually a list of items that are to keep the house in good working order to need to be repaired. Some of them are minor, some of them are large. Some uh, of them are ridiculous, <laughs> they and are. some of them are, are legit. Yes, they are, and some of yeah, because I've seen people ask for, you know, there's a chip in the wall, and you're like, okay, that's not having to do with the function of the home. Um, but there are some things like, let's say, a damaged roof that wall is not letting any water, but has just been beat to death with hell. Yeah. It just happens, especially in Oklahoma, or wind. And that's a big thing that usually people see. Uh, I usually tell my clients after they, you know, before or after they look at the inspection report, is like, let's focus in on the big things and or the items you don't want to touch ever. Your, your client being what? The usually, buyer or the, the buyer, seller? The buyer. Because the seller is going to wait and see what the buyer has from the list. I mean, a lot of times as a buyer's agent, I'll hand them the inspection report immediately, you know, with buyer's approval, just so they can see everything that's wrong. Well, with it's it. automatically approved in the contract that right. it's going to the seller is going to get a copy of it, right? No matter what, it says that, right? And uh, I think about it in terms of like the seller. If I what if I sold my house as is? I said, look, I'm not agreeing to any repairs. Mm -hmm. And the buyer comes back with all this stuff. Well, I've seen before where people say they'll do as is, and then they do ask for things. Yeah. But the danger in, especially in this market, what I've seen is that in with a, any type of repair list, like you said, it's opens, reopens the negotiations, meaning that even if you come back with something minor, let's say, you know, a GFCI, that is one of those outlets that basically... Has the breaker on it, like the little button you push. Exactly. That trips in case, you know, it gets water in it or what have you, or too much surge. This it's this a minor repair, you know, it doesn't cost much to have done. But I say if you ask for that one item and that person doesn't want to do it, they can either they can actually cancel the contract on say, you. Say, no, nope, thank you so much. I'm glad you did the free inspection for me. I'm gonna sell it to the next guy who's <laughs> gonna pay more money, already put a backup offer in. You gotta be a be really wary of that yes. in this market if you're a home buyer and you wanna get hung up on little ticky tack things, uh, watch out. I, I advised, you know, some of my clients in the past where I'm like, you know, we can try to negotiate with them later down the road or talk to them about, you know, this one item because we think it's important. Um, it was a roof, and we thought maybe we could get an insurance claim. It didn't end up being that way, but I was like, you can either ask for it in the repair list, but if they say no, they could walk away from this contract. And they were already getting a good deal, which is hard to have in this market. Yeah, that can make sellers upset. Like, you know, I've already worked hard to make this good for you. And you're taking advantage of a good situation. Right. And that was that was exactly what was going on at that time. And so I said, we can, you know, so let's just say no to any repairs. And they said no. And then we went on and said, could we see if we could do an insurance? They didn't get a roof. And they realized they just, you know, the buyers continued on and said, okay, we already know we're getting a good deal. We're okay with a roof and we'll handle that later. And so... That is one thing you need to consider. So the other thing you need to consider is that you may not know how much it is for that repair. You're not an expert on on the cost of repairs. Right. Unless you do service in that area, let's say the air conditioner or the hot water tank or the roof, your ballpark guess may be wildly off. So Buyers are known to 
horrible eyes repairs. Yes, I just made that up. It is that while that is not a that is a real thing that happens. It is. Um, yeah. Even in the cell of my own home, I knew the carpets I had were bad. They were just awful. I'm I have two small children, and they spilled all kinds of things on it. Buyers come in. It's going to cost twenty thousand dollars to recarpet this, and the bid is like sixty eight hundred. It was like twenty six hundred. Okay. And I even had samples out so they could see this is the kind of carpet, this is how much the exact quote is. So that they knew when they walked in, they're like, oh, if I want to do this, then that's how much it costs. But this is the mistake that home sellers make is they think, oh, this is easy. It's not. Well, guess what? The buyer doesn't want your easy project without a huge discount. Right. Buyers want to walk in, know they can move their family in, not have a lot of hassle. And your job as a home seller is to see that buyer as your customer right you're a customer service rep make this easy for them remove as many hurdles and objections because now in this market you may have more competition for your house than normal but imagine with this level of competition imagine if you removed all the hurdles and and the objections that people are going to have imagine how much more money you're going to get exactly. so don't create uh, stress and anxiety for yourself Get them out of the way, do the best you can, especially the easy things, and remove the unknown for the buyer. And you may be surprised if you hired a handyman to do some of those things that you know about that need to be taken care of. You may be surprised how little it is actually to have somebody who's an expert come in and knock them out. This is how home flippers make their money. Oh, it is. They look for those houses where the seller has not done the stuff or... They know, and the buyers walk in like, oh, this is going to be horrible. I'm going to spend $50,000 to fix it, and it only costs like $6,000, and there's that profit. Exactly. The, buyer, the home flipper, the buyer, is willing to take that risk because they have enough education and knowledge in specific areas to think or oh. to know, this is where I'm going to make my money. Exactly. And so those are the things that you need to keep in mind is that those repairs, you know, the cost of those repairs is what we were talking about. So... So your reopening, renegotiation, and the cost of those repairs may be less or different than what you're thinking they're going to be. Getting an accurate number is the best. Work off the facts. Yes. It's easier for the seller, better for the seller, and it's better for the buyer. Because the truth is, too, for the seller, if it's really as bad as the horribleized buyer version, they're going to want to take care of that, too. They're going to have to take care of it for the next buyer, or they're not going to be able to sell. And that's why sometimes you'll see houses go back on the market multiple times is because you're working through that process. So don't stick your head in the sand. And also be open to other possibilities. I've had clients come back and say, these things need to be working in the home. And then I've had a seller say, well, I, I'm not handy. I don't want to pay for that or I don't want to deal with it. Will you accept this credit? And I've had buyers go, yeah, we'll, we'll take that credit. That's often the best way because... If you're the home buyer, you can be sure that it's handled the way you want it to be handled, not the way the seller wants it to be handled to do it for the least amount of money and just to get across the closing table. Right. Two completely different objectives. And that doesn't mean the seller's being bad or doing something wrong to you. It's just two but, objectives. Right. And they may be hiring somebody who they think is valid to do that item, but actually isn't. I mean... And you have no relationship with them after closing. Exactly. So You get a receipt. That's it. Get the guy you trust. Heather Vest. Thank you. Always good. Heather Vest, EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin with the Baskin Real Estate Specialists at EXP Realty. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.